Hey everybody, welcome back to the 10th floor. It's me, Matt. Hi everybody, it's Kat. And Scarlett. And Ellie. <laughs> and the elevator is packed. It's not just us. You know, we've got a full chat already. Chandra, Blink FM, Melissa, Sandra. <laughs> oh goodness. Uh, who else is here? Who else? Who else? Who else? Who else? I guess that's it. Vita. I think Vita was here earlier. Kaiwan, of course, here with us every single week. Steven's over there playing his video games. Yeah, playing video games. Steven can be on camera if he wants to, but if he doesn't want to, that's fine. It's it's totally all right, you know? I mean, there's a whole video game world to explore, especially Grandma and Grandpa's house. It's different there. <laughs> well, he brought a <laughs> Switch because, you know, he can't be on the same level on this because I think I got what are you, Steven, on Fortnite and you're like on level 150 or something? Yeah. Yeah. Oh gosh, 100 levels. I don't even know what how many levels there are in that game. Cool. Well, congratulations. Hard work has been paying off in, in the virtual world of Fortnite. Fighting off other players. I as hard as you can. <laughs> what about, what so, about, what about y'all? What are you doing for Valentine's Day? We got everything set up special here on the 10th floor for Valentine's Day, Day with a new background. Yeah, it was awesome. Yeah. You're going to have a party at school, right? Yeah. For sure. And guess what? So it's my friend Ike's, well, kind of my friend. In my friend, kind of my friend. Ike. Kind of your friend, kind of your boyfriend? No, I don't like him. He's annoying. <laughs> <laughs> He's annoying. So. This boy in my class named Ike, it's his birthday on Valentine's Day. We get to do tons of stuff, fun stuff on Valentine's Day. And we're going on a field trip on Valentine's Day. Oh we're my gosh. All to an art museum. Ooh. Wow. What about, awesome. what about you? Anything, anything happening in kindergarten? Yeah, what's happening for you on Valentine's Day? Do you know? You guys can have a class party? Are you shy now? <laughs> Suddenly you're shy. Just <laughs> staring at all that chocolate around her lips is what she's doing. That's not chocolate. That's chocolate. Oh, I see. It's okay. It's okay. But that's what it is. Winter time, you know. I know. I, I suffered from it for a very long time. I didn't get over it until I was like 35. That's why we want you to put medicine on it is because people know we sit low. <laughs> hey, Liz. <laughs> hey, Jeannie. Uh, Jeannie, Jeannie understands because she Jeannie in the chat, she says boy cooties. So she understands. You You don't like him. Yeah, yeah, boy cooties, right? Well, I don't know. I mean, this one might think there's a lot of boy cooties, but I don't think this one thinks there's that many boy cooties. <laughs> I don't like so anyway, any boys, so I just have friends. I of understand. Course. Of course. I've got friends that are moist. Lots of them. So, you guys. <laughs> so, ladies, say hi, everybody. Hi, they hear a lot about you guys, actually. Sometimes they do. So, say goodbye, because Grandma's going to do the 10th floor now, okay? Bye. It was oh, good to bye. see you. I yelled into the microphone. Don't yell too much, because it doesn't broadcast. Yeah, it doesn't. Okay, bye, guys. Bye. See ya. Go watch a movie. Go play something. If you need something, call your grandpa. Don't bug me. <laughs> <laughs> They're just going to provide background entertainment now. Is what's what's going on? Okay, no, 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 girls. Remember, I told you, go play something, go watch a movie. Can't do that the whole time. Goodbye. See ya. <laughs> oh goodness gracious! Hey, <laughs>
Oh, goodness. Well, Sabrina's joined us in the meantime. So is Melinda. I see Liz hanging out as well. Everybody saying goodbye to the babies. <laughs> oh, goodness. Uh, <laughs> Interruption. Well, we're back. Full focused here on the 10th floor, ascending all the way up in the elevator. Uh, Chandra, of course, brought snacks. She brought she brought party wings and Super Bowl delights is what she did. So we're going to sneak the 10th floor here, just in here before before the Super Bowl, before the Chiefs and the 49ers fight each other to the death on the gridiron. So when does it start on the East Coast? Over here it starts like, at 3. It'll be 6 for you guys. Yeah, so, so I, I looked it up to make I, sure I we weren't how, stepping on it. When does it come on on the East Coast now? It's 6.30. Oh, it's in. Oh, it's on at night over there. Yeah, yeah, and so it's. It's. I guess it's three thirty for us over here on the West Coast, which is the benefit of being on the West Coast, is because we get stuff at five. You know, while everybody else gets it at eight. That's true. You know, that's always been the case too. Like with wrestling pay per views and such, we got to watch it at five because of the West Coast. So. Mm -hmm. Watch it <laughs> twice too. Remember? Yeah, we'd be able to watch it back to back. If it, I mean, when we were little kids, we would just watch it back to back because we were nerds that couldn't stop. When I got a little older, I just watched it once with my friends and then kicked them all out. Mm -hmm. <laughs> we used to have those. We used to have those pay-per-view parties out in the garage. Oh yes, oh yes, oh yes. Didn't Good we? times. Oh yeah, a whole, whole gang of people showing up every single month for that. Uh, Sandra says, as a as a former first grade teacher, she understands those poor chapped lips. Yeah. And yeah. I try to get her to put some medicine on, and she's like, "No." Ah, she's always been a little resistant one. It's okay. <laughs> Uh, Kelly says that she's only watching the Super Bowl because of Usher. But you know what? There's no Canadian teams facing each other in the NFL. So really, what sort of investment would Kelly even have in the game? Oh, I, Usher. Usher, okay. Yeah, he's going to sing and dance. He's going to be like, ooh, I'm Usher. What, what, well, what, Usher, ooh, dance, ooh. Usher dances really well. He's yeah, I don't, quite good. Um, I don't even know what songs um, he sings. I don't know what his current ones are, at least. Well, don't, It'll be a medley of his greatest hits. Uh. <laughs> you know, like when they have Aerosmith on there. Hot in here, so take off all your clothes. Oh, that's not. That's not. No, we've already. We've been. We've been. We already got in too much trouble at the at the Super Bowl for that sort of song before. That's Usher. I understand, but in like 2004, you know, we made each other naked by the end of a song, and it just oh, okay. it 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 set back TV 50 years. <laughs> now you know, you guys, you know, and within the next five years or less. Probably less. Taylor Swift is going to be halftime entertainment. Absolutely. He's I'm a sure. mega, 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 mega. I'm, I'm honestly surprised she's not halftime entertainment now. But I guess her boyfriend work, plays for that the Chiefs, right? Yeah. And that's the biggest thing in the world. I feel bad for that guy to a degree, honestly. I, I do too, to a certain degree. I honestly kind of feel bad for her too. So is she going to her boyfriend's football game? Okay. Don't all those fellas maybe have some kind of love interest that's showing up to those football games right like where's where's the first wives club row you know and so you know it's not taylor swift is not uh expected to get a certain amount of uh camera shots showing her you know that's it's not her fault, nor is it her boyfriend's fault. I mean, we uh, media, I don't want to say we because I don't care, but uh, media has been overly obsessed with uh, Taylor Swift's um, romantic life her entire career, like overly obsessed with it. Yeah, but she does write songs about her exes. I mean, but, but the only reason we know that is because we know that. Like, if we didn't know yeah. that. 
I'm just, you know, I'm just, I, songs, just, right? I know there's a little bit of anti Taylor Swift out there because of the football thing. Like, it got nothing to do with it. It's just dudes being weird about their stuff. Yes. But I tell you what, so so there's a game going around. I tell you, you get I, I think I think today's game, you could possibly get alcohol poisoning if you play this particular game, which is have a shot every time they show Taylor. Well, they're gonna show her between every play. I know. So Especially since playing. she knows she she knows what she's doing too. She she she's leading the crowd in dances and all sorts of different stuff during these games. Sure. She she's being a part of it. Sure. So oh, I'm just you. saying, don't participate in those games because you could fall down drunk real fast. <laughs> don't do it. Don't do it, folks. Uh, limited, you know, uh, maybe drink every time there's an interception instead of every time they show Taylor Swift. Uh, there you go. You know, there you go. That's better. Definitely, definitely don't don't do it every time they say her name. That would be oh, bad. Oh my gosh! Yeah, I mean, there's two games actually. There's one every time they show her face and mention her name, and then there's. Just her name or just her face. There's all kinds of variations of the game. Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah, we're going to have a little parade. Yeah, we're going to have a little parade back and forth. It's I okay. love it. I love it. It's so fun. <laughs> it's Super Bowl Sunday, everybody. The house is full. We're getting ready. Mom's already pounding down some beers. You know? Oh, <laughs> just knocking them back. <laughs> I got here some uh, Dr. Thunder. Walmart's answer to a Dr. Pepper for half the cost. So um, we, we have this playing. we have this super diet soda. It's it's not, you know, it's it's not Diet Coke. It's not Dr. Thunder. You know, it's not Diet Dr. Thunder. It's not even off-brand soda. Mm-hmm. It is prebiotic soda. So it's carbonated. It's got a little gut health spritz in there. And mm-hmm. the flavor is pretty light. So the person I share a space with is like, this is the most disgusting thing I've ever drank in my entire life. But I drink one and it is a diet Dr. Thunder. They call it really? a Doc Pop. <laughs> <laughs> but it tastes to me just like a, a, a diet off-brand soda. Mm-hmm. But apparently that's so distant from what other sodas people have drank in their life that it's just like the most disgusting thing. <laughs> So thanks for always getting me discount soda, Ma. Well, it's prepared it me is. for the prebiotic it's stuff. <laughs> oh goodness, uh, Chandra says if you're watching and would like to join us live, log into YouTube. So I'm going to say that too, in case you're not looking at the chat and you're just watching us. If you're randomly in here, you're not logged into YouTube, but you want to, you know, follow along with the show, log in. You already have a Gmail email account. All you got to do is sign in. Boom. You already have an account. You don't even know it. So just (laughs) sign in. You can subscribe to the channel. And then every time we're on talking about whatever nonsense comes up in our lives, you can come watch along. You know, we can promise that we're going to talk about GH, but also spend 15 minutes talking to little girls and also the Super Bowl. So, (laughs) you know, you never know what you're going to get here on the elevator right up to the 10th floor before we get off of the elevator and take a look to the left and to the right. And you can see, you know, business as usual in the hospital. But where the real action is, is at the Metro Court and the Savoy. Yeah. 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 A little bit at, at Carly's house. You know? Yeah. 
but mostly for me, mostly, you know where the week was for me, a little bit of the graveyard too. But you you know, I mean, here, here's the thing. Here's the thing. Let's just get it out of the way. We had a Spencer Memorial. People were sad. Nicholas Chavez is on break. He's not done with the show. We're not going to spend a bunch of time on General Hospital itself. Spending, doing a week-long funeral where every single character gets a perspective and their favorite memories and is all lined up to give Trina a hug and a kiss on the forehead and stuff. Because he's going to be back and by the time I'm done with this cup of coffee, Spencer will be back. So, I actually, I had read that that they were supposed to film that in like some kind of quick speed. And when I read it, I was like, I don't believe it. I don't think that they're going to have this series done filming in six or eight weeks does that sound right to me yeah, i mean I, there's there's a lot of for me i've seen a lot of conflicting schedule out there i've seen they started filming in december 1st mm -hmm. you know which means that chavez hasn't been filming in three months which mm -hmm. is way far ahead of where we are in the, and so that doesn't line up with the reality of what the broadcast is because he mm -hmm. would have been off the show six to eight weeks ago at the most mm -hmm. not december 1st Mm -hmm. So I've seen all kinds of conflicting schedules when it comes to this. So I have no idea how long it's going to take, when he'll be back, when his contract expires, because I've heard two different dates for that as well. Um, mm -hmm. Yeah. I just, I just don't know. What it comes down to, truthfully and really, for me, for me, if I was running this show, and I'm not, mm -hmm. I'm not running the show, I don't have the experience of it, I don't know what the, what the network wants, I don't know what the, what the, what the focus groups say or anything like that. Mm -hmm. But if Chavez was coming back and he only had two months left on his contract. Thanks, buddy. I think we're just going to go ahead and recast now. I, it makes sense to me. We talked about this last week, too. It makes sense to me. You know, why would they? It doesn't. It doesn't. If it's if he's going to come back for such a short amount of time, unless he's going to come back in some kind of like. I don't know. Super way. <laughs> Right. No. <laughs> yeah, and I don't know, know where 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 the audience would really love to see his, you know, just for it to be Nicholas Chavez because mm. it's so such a big, big entry. I don't I don't know, but I don't know either. I mean, I for it makes sense actually. If it's if he's only gonna come back for a hot minute. Mm-hmm. Go ahead and just invest the time on looking for somebody now. Yeah, I mean, if it's only going to be a short period of time, you know, unless, like I said, I don't know what the focus groups say, and I don't know what the network says, and I don't know, I don't, I don't know, I don't know what other determining factors would be mm -hmm. at play in this. Mm -hmm. uh, but without knowing those things, if there's only a little bit of time left, I would just invest, like I said, in another actor, so we can move long term without some some sort of awkward swap. Mm -hmm. Early on, like we just experienced that with days when they swapped the Teresa. Yeah. Like it's working out now, but it was weird <laughs> for yeah. a minute, you know? Yeah. So it was weird for a minute. So the only benefit of how they did Teresa on Days of Our Lives is they were able to have both of those characters on at the same time. Yes. You know? Yeah. yeah. They did it both ways because she played, because they had the original Teresa and Gwen was on. They did the swap. Literally, she walked off as Gwen and then walked back on in the same scene as Teresa. And this is Days of Our Lives on GH, of course. Yep. Uh, and then uh, several weeks later, they had the, uh, Emily O'Brien as Teresa doing her thing with Alex. And then also they had, I think, Chad Demira call Gwen. Mm -hmm. 
And yes. so they had scenes of her as Gwen in Europe or something talking on yep. the phone. And so they, they've been playing with a little bit like Roseanne with the two Beckys. Yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yeah. So when, I don't know, like when, um, I guess when they, when she switches back to Gwen, they'll, they'll pull some sort of like, where have you been? Uh, Probably. Long time no see. It's like you never left, you know, something. Yeah, some kind of thing. Yeah, 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 yeah. 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 But that's totally days. Sure. GH doesn't doesn't really do that. I think the closest thing that I've seen GH do is when um, Roger Howarth took on Austin. Mm -hmm. uh, he came to the hospital for some reason. I don't know if he got beaten up or something, but they take him to the hospital. It was the first mm -hmm. time that Elizabeth, the character, mm -hmm. had been in the same scene with Roger Howarth as Austin. Mm -hmm. And they kind of held on her, like, look for a moment or something is just kind yes. of a way to really sell that Elizabeth does not know who this man is. Yes. Uh, and that, I think that's the closest thing that I can point to closest, for them, yeah. like, really hanging a lantern on the fact <laughs> it's the same person. Mm-hmm, mm hmm So, yeah. yeah. Um, Sandy wishes that Trina uh, would believe that Spencer is not dead. Here's no, my no, argument she against kind of that. Explained that though, she said the first time when they thought he was dead on the yeah. island, she did have a sense of he's not, you know, there's he's not perished, mm -hmm. and she doesn't feel that. I guess she doesn't have that same pull anymore that feel like he hasn't perished. Maybe not. Maybe she doesn't feel it this way. But uh, you know, yeah. so Matt, back to back to um, uh, Spencer's memorial. Yeah, I liked the the voiceover of Aunt Alexis. Yeah, yeah. It was, I liked it. was was it the obituary that she had wound up writing? Writing is that what it, or is that a whole different? I don't thing? really know if that was the obituary that she was reading while the you know, but but mm -hmm. they had that voiceover. Yeah, of her. I mean it was really nice. Going on, I liked it. And when it comes down to, I mean, I can understand, um, you know, people who are really into the Sprina relationship wanting Trina to handle that. Um, but if you were to take a look at Spencer's life as a whole, rather than just what he had done post school. Um, Alexis plays a rather big part of that, I think. Um, mostly in the fact that she's kind of the only Cassidyne there. And she's, you know, besides his own grandmother, she's the only person that's known him since birth. Right. Other than his deadbeat dad that's running around with his brother. <laughs> <laughs> right, right, right. Um, Give you his know, brother away to his mom. You know, while, while we while, while we're on that, just very quickly, you know, I saw I saw some questions about well, how come Heather was able to get released for Esme visit grave visit, but Nicholas wasn't able to come to Spencer's funeral. And my answer to that is Nicholas just turned himself in. Mm -hmm. They're not going to be like, okay, great. You've been here for about forty-eight hours, but I understand there's a funeral you have to get to. Mm -hmm. uh, we're going to let you know. And, and Heather, Heather is a master manipulation. <laughs> she talked her way out into that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> she's a master manipulation. She's like, oh my gosh, those scenes were uh, those scenes were fabulous. Now let me go back a little bit. Let me address because it was so much on Twitter. Yeah. The oh, hole, please. The hole that there's a digging grave. Okay, there's a yeah, yeah, yeah. Even Shonda the was questioning that. There was a, well, a, a, a a fresh patch. Okay, yeah, it's a little weird. Sure, it's a little weird, but I think it was done that way for drama. Mm -hmm. And there, I I think that you could easily. I think I think a family, um, especially you know someone that's got some money. Um, sure. Why not dig a grave? Why not put a casket in there already? You could put his favorite things in the casket. And then if they do happen to find his piranha eating butt, they have a place to stick him. 
We found That's his very I wet decided. bones, everybody. That's what I decided. Easy peasy. <laughs> Where was Taggart? Taggart's not on the show, you guys. I like the whole Taggart thing. He's not. He's not on the show. That 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 he's that is your answer. He's not on the show. And the fact that they, um, the last thing we saw him do was spike his coffee. I don't dig it. I don't see that as a way for Taggart to go. We will see not what the future show. holds. Exactly. You know? Maybe he's not done. You know, I mean, Maybe just because that's done. the last thing we saw doesn't mean that's the state he's in. Exactly. The state he's in is the state that we're going to see him in the next time he shows up. When and if that ever is. And the, we have also have to accept the reality of the potentiality of the fact that maybe we might never see him again. It's a possibility. When it comes down to it, he's not the characters that they've been focused on for the last few years. They would they would be inserting him into the canvas <laughs> to give him perspective and to flush out Trina's relationships with people. Which is, which is cool to a degree. But also at the same time, Taggart is kind of an island. He doesn't come attached with much other than his sister. Yeah, she hasn't been on the show in decades. You know, and so really, like, when it comes to, like, story that is told with the current focus of the people that they are focused on, mm -hmm. Taggart is just an unnecessary puzzle piece, it seems, you know? Right now he is. But, you know, what I miss about Taggart is how funny he was. I wanted them to make him cheese for police when they brought it up to him a year ago. I wanted that because he's funny and he brings fun energy. And I want we also do not know at all anything that happened backstage. And I'm not saying there was a huge blowout fight in which everybody hates each other. But maybe they offered a contract that didn't work out for him. Maybe Maybe, we don't maybe know. he's got some other, hopefully what happened is he got some other irons in the fire that are, you know, I may, maybe, beneficial you know, to him. Maybe, maybe he doesn't like the story that they had planned. I, I, I don't know. I, never, I haven't <laughs> no. talked to him about it. I don't know. I bet you he wants to work. Um, well, I'm sure he does, <laughs> but also at the same time, like there could be all kinds of factors yeah. that we have no idea that's preventing or had prevented right. them from doing Taggart. Also, at the same time, they had a second actor playing Taggart constantly. Back and forth, they were trading between uh, they were, Mel Andrews and um, Ashanti something. Yeah, I don't remember his name. But yes, I do remember either. having a substitute for Taggart on a regular... On a regular basis. And so even in the, uh, you know, the, the temporary time, mm -hmm. uh, you know, the, the very guest-starring uh, Taggart time, <laughs> Is what mm -hmm. we had. You know, he wasn't, a, I wouldn't call him recurring. He definitely wasn't on contract. He would have been guest starring uh, for the Emmys, uh, which he could have submitted himself for with that elevator scene. Um, <laughs> but anyway. Sure um, My gosh, he sure could have. But even in that time, he, he wasn't able to consistently be there for the story that they were trying to tell. And again, mm -hmm. I don't know what was going on. I'm not even, I'm not talking trash. I'm just saying he wasn't available. Right. For whatever reason. Right. For whatever so, reason, for whatever that, reason, you know that, that could be a contributing factor as well when it comes down to it. I, I, I don't know. Don't come here for the news, is what we say. But, is that we say? But did wasn't Heather fabulous? Heather at Heather was absolutely oh beyond fabulous. She was performer of the week on SoapOperaNews.net, so check that out. Um, because yeah, she came in and she stole the episode. She stole it right away from Spencer uh, <laughs> and held it firmly in her grasp. And I adore, adore her moment with Elizabeth. 
Oh, I thought it was I thought it was good too. And it was surprising. I found it to be surprising. But that was Heather's response because I thought Heather, you know, she mad at everybody all the time. So I didn't think she was gonna let Elizabeth off the hook. But they even though, you know, they have they have showed us Heather completely heartbroken, a lot of heartbreak with Heather, but they have shown us more sanity in Heather than we've seen in a long time. She's usually cuckoo, cuckoo. Well, she's made some sense lately. I mean, maybe maybe she's gone so crazy that it's starting to make sense again. You know, like movies like Airplane, where they're so dumb that they become good. Yeah, you know, Heather's true. just so nuts that she's you know found some philosophy. Uh, yeah, you know? maybe. So yeah. Also, though, oh. at the same time, classic thing that they do in General Hospital all the time: new actor, new face, new opportunities to explore other aspects of the character that they hadn't before. Now, this is what I said, you guys, when I was watching. I said to my mother-in-law, Grandma Lou. Yeah. So, you know, they, they show that they, they're at the, you're at the, um, at the, you know, the cemetery. You got Spencer, and he's got a headstone. And you got poor little Esme, and she don't have nothing but a little sign on the stick. Yes. And I said to Grandma Lou, you cheap-ass Uncle Kevin, you give that girl a marker. <laughs> He doesn't have as much money as the Cassidines do. Yeah, cheap ass. That's what I said. <laughs> but, what happened was but, the Cassidines. But later on, as they showed, as as the scene went on, scenes went on, and Heather grabbed that little piece of crud mm -hmm. marker and and kissed it, and and it made sense. Yeah. Okay, that's why she doesn't have a marker. But Uncle Kevin, don't be a cheap ass. Maybe it's maybe they're still making it, or he put it. Well, in the... actually, they addressed that later on in the episode because Elizabeth said something, and he said, "Yes, it's on order." Ah, see, there you go. See, there you so go. Said, they, oh, okay. they didn't have the budget to make two headstones for the episode. Probably. That's probably true. <laughs> so they're going to focus on the Spencer one, and, and so hey, that's something that everybody should celebrate. You know, Spencer fans out there who who might have found fault in their in in the um in the memorial this week, they spent the money on his headstone rather than Esme's. That's a victory. That's a win. He got one up on Esme after all, you guys. But, but you know, but but at the same, that's what I thought about Uncle Kevin, but it it did make, the, it did really show us Spencer's important and she's not. Oh, yes. Oh, yeah. Well, I mean, remember when Nell didn't have one at all? Yeah. <laughs> I do. You know? And Nina's like, well, we can't have that. She was still a person. <laughs> right? <You know? laughs> yeah. Oh goodness, oh, Melissa. I, I, yeah, I didn't think it was too bad. I, I kind of liked it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, Sandy says that uh, Rail had had cancer back then, and that's true. You know, that was something that was in the way, and still could have been a factor into why they had to put Taggart to rest on a story, and they really haven't had the initiative or the dollars to oh, reignite it. I hope that's not the case. You know, I just I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. Uh, let's see. What is what is Chapin saying? Uh, I know someone whose husband was lost at sea, so they buried an empty casket. Says Kelly, uh, for family and friends to have a place to grieve and remember. So uh, I knew that it wasn't unheard of, even no, if I very knew, uncommon. I, I knew, I knew it was unusual. Yeah. However, not, not ever done. Right, right, but, right. Because I'm, like, I'm, I'm like, I swear I've heard of this, and then even James Lott Jr. was like, I've never heard of this before in my life. And I'm like, what sort of TV shows was I watching that JLJ, of all people, wasn't watching that showed <laughs> me empty caskets being buried? I, I figured his his television repertoire is twice as grand as mine is. I, you know, and I, you, like, 
you know, a lot of a lot of folks um, like to put stuff in there. Yeah. I mean, one of my uncles passed away, and his poor kids put so much stuff in there with him. There's hardly room for him. <laughs> <laughs> Seriously. They also used it as an opportunity to just kind of clear some space in the house. She put like a whole cart of cigarettes in there. <laughs> she put like I don't think you need those in, in the afterlife. Can you imagine kind of... walking up to the pearly gates and then St. Peter's like, come on, put the, <laughs> put the carton down. That's why you're here. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. <laughs> I thought it was a little odd, but it did happen. Anyway. <laughs> oh, gosh. That's super funny. That is super funny. Oh, goodness. They, um, Sabrina says, well, then bring in the replacement that they've always done when it comes to Taggart. And I think that that's evidence that they really aren't interested in exploring the character of Taggart because they did have a second whole actor that the audience had already accepted as Taggart that they could have slid in and didn't. You guys, isn't there, you know, because of the writer's strike and then now the head writer change and all that stuff. I mean, yeah, Rayelle Andrews, our Taggart, is missing off screen. What happened to Miss Wu? Like, they're going to kick her out of the Savoy and she's going to say, okay. I'll so, take my party elsewhere. No. I mean, so 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 here here here's the reality. Here's here's an unfortunate reality of what happened during the writer's strike is that a lot of characters of color vanished. Mm -hmm. Um, and I'm I'm not gonna say, well, it's nefarious and it's a racist show or anything like that. I, I really don't know what contrib what the contributing factor was. Um when it comes to like pointing to like status of the characters, um huh? a lot a lot of characters of color were not contracted players. Like Miss Wu isn't, and Taggart isn't, and Zeke isn't, and the Detective right. Bennett isn't, and they're all ex not extras, but they're recurring or guest characters. Yes. And I feel as though that during the time of the writer's strike, there was a lot less guest starring happening. I think there was just a lot less writing being done. You know, and I, it was just kind of very focused on just mostly the contracted players. We didn't have a, a we had some Valentine, but not a mess ton. We've had some Ned, you know, he had the whole Eddie main thing, but then after that, we've seen next to nothing of him. And that yeah. started before the strike. So that could have been just momentum carrying on. So I don't, I mean, it's not a great excuse, mm -hmm. but I think that that might be more of a contributing factor than we might have been aware of at the time. Because mm -hmm. now Detective Bennett is back and, you know, mm -hmm. such... Uh, you know, Stephen A. Smith is all over it, but I think that's also because it's Super Bowl week. I think so, too. I, you know, Stephen A. Smith, I, I wonder, you know, I, of course, uh, I say lots of rumblings everywhere. Um, I don't, I, I would be very surprised if they gave, like, some people are thinking that Stephen A. Smith, Brick is really after Sonny. Mm -hmm. yeah. Would it be delicious? Kind of. Yeah. Kind of would be that it was. You know, him all along, him working with Jason all along. Who knows? It would be kind of fun. It would be. But I just don't see Stephen A. Smith committing that kind of time to GH. He's like the busiest dude out there. He's super and I busy. know he is super busy. And I know football season, you know, as of today, it's going to be over. But he's sports dude. Yeah, yeah, he's all over sports. It's not just football. He's all over sports. It's not just it's, football. You know, yeah, he's, he's super busy. Um, he's I, super yeah. busy. So well, I don't see him being there at Prospect. No, no, I don't think much. he's going to contribute to any sort of long-term story. I think we're going to see him as much as we usually do, which is just a few days at a time. I think we're getting it right now because of uh, Super Bowl. I think we're getting as much of him as we're getting because of Super Bowl. 
mm-hmm. him spying on Dex and the drink with Jordan and all that kind of stuff. Like, there's this like, hey, would well, you go see Benet Smith? We want GH to come up. I don't even know. I mean, well, of course I know it's on today and I know what time it's on, but I don't need it. That would make sense to me, Matt, if the Super Bowl was on ABC. It's not. It's on CBS. Is it? It's on CBS. But then again, that's still trying, maybe trying to pull some of some of the search traffic or, or, or any number of different things. And also at the same time, you know, Stephen A. Smith might at some point be like, hey, you know, I've been having fun on GH leading up to this. Who knows? Who knows? Yeah. I don't know. And plus, yeah. you know, this was five, six weeks ago when he was on set. When when we see him again with when we see him again with Jordan. OK. I need him to downplay how suave he is a little bit. I was really enjoying it. More, and just become a little more of a him. So I, mean? I, I, I like it. Up too right Here's now. why. Uh, because because of what we just said. Since Stephen A. Smith is not going to be committing to any sort of long-term story on GH, there would be no point in having any sort of actual real long-term romance between mm-hmm. Brick and Jordan. Now, mm-hmm. if they use this as an opportunity to bond those characters together for a later story, not love right. story between the two of them, but now Jordan has an in into the mob organization life. Uh, yeah. And that that could be opportunity for story down the line. Yes. Uh, I, I, I'm fine with the whole suave thing. I'm fine with them having drinks. I'm fine with them being flirty because all of that stuff doesn't necessarily have to lead to hardcore love and romance and marriage. Right. It doesn't even have to lead to bed. It could have just been a good time. I'm just saying, because, and I mean, I'm just saying, if it were me, if mm-hmm. I were Jordan, and he come at me a couple more times like that, just being so smooth, I have to give him his walking papers. Well, because at some point I will read the real meet the real person. Maybe it may, well, you know, maybe maybe it's just, maybe it's just for the. For the time being, who knows? Who knows? Who knows what the future so holds? Just, Maybe he will sign a contract and he's retiring from ESPN. And, and, and I, I'm just—I'm not saying anything about him, but I'm just saying for me, a couple more times like that, and I'm sorry. All right, Feebster, get to moving. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> he's got to have to some point be himself. Yeah, I—I I understand what you're saying. <laughs> I, I get it. I get it. I get. It. I'm not denying you. I'm not denying you. I think you're totally right there to a degree. Um, whatever. I think it's 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 fine to play. Um, it's it was it. I was a fun scene for me. I I, I saw, I saw. It's so weird because Twitter is just such a negative place that just doesn't like anything. And I watch this stuff even like I see all of this negative reaction before I actually even have a chance to watch the show because of the West Coast Hulu thing. So yeah. I don't get to watch it until six o'clock, which means everybody on the East Coast and the rest of the world. I can see hours upon hours upon hours to complain. I can see it at five, five at my house, but that doesn't help you anyway because you're not home by then anyway. Right, you know. So, uh, so, so, so that's that's the case there. Um, and so it's just such a negative place that I hear all of these things that people don't like first, and then I watch it, and I'm like, this is nowhere near mm-hmm. as bad as you guys yeah, have like- seen it. This is nowhere near as horrible as you've interpreted it to be um it's just it's so weird but we have to just remember that we're seeing this much opinion of the masses well yeah i mean it's just a really loud minority of people who are complaining but it's still a loud minority of people who are complaining and it's very visible on the social Mm -hmm. media uh, channel that i'm on the most um it it just it's just so interesting to me sometimes because i i ended this week feeling like the biggest general hospital fan that exists because i 
really enjoyed every week. Even Thursday, Thursday was was a day that people were like, it's the it's the weakest of the week. Thursday, mm-hmm. which I still found strength in, in how much I'm annoyed by Anna. <laughs> You're annoyed by Anna. I am annoyed by Anna. Let me tell you, I've been annoyed by Anna for quite Why? some time now, and I just haven't been talking about it. Why are you so annoyed by Anna? I've been annoyed by her ever since she shot Charlotte. Ooh. So I've been and then. Hey. Well, it's because she she's constantly taking matters into her own hands, and I wish like. I, I get it. I get it. I get it. I get this as the Anna character. I'm not saying uh-huh. that she's bad. She's she should be off the show. Um, this is she's turned her back on the character. That Chandra, thank you mm-hmm. so much for your donation. She's just so kind and generous every single week here in the super chats. Don't let her do it alone, you all. <laughs> if you've got two ninety nine or more, just chip it in. If you can, and if you want to, you don't have to. Nope, never have to. So you know. Anyway, no accountability, Anna says Melissa. Exactly. So so she just, I, I get this is the Anna character. I get that she's she's a bit of a rogue and she's always been, you know, the one that's always chased down the bad guy until she caught them no matter what. I, I get that. I get that. But John Jagger Cates is right. Y'all ain't law enforcement. Stop. Mm-hmm. And then on top of that, she's like, oh, I'll think about the, the commissionership. Oh, I'm gonna take the commissionership now, Anna. This is this is running the cops, okay? It carries more responsibility than figuring out who shot Curtis. You're taking well, a yeah. whole job so you can be involved in this investigation. What about the rest of your commissioner responsibilities? Well, you know she sucks at it. She'll just be in line with everybody else. So it doesn't matter that much. <laughs> Jordan was a great commissioner. They just can't solve nothing. (laughs) I'm just annoyed by it. You know, I'm just, I'm just annoyed, you know, it is what it is. It's her. It's fine. It's, it's, it's compelling. soap. I don't have, I don't have to agree with her choices to still enjoy it. You know? Oh, she's probably going to be kissing on John Kate's real fast. You think, you think that's where that's going? Oh, somebody's going to kiss on him real fast. I don't know. Can you get, he's he's missing the upper lip. Is there much to, is there much to kiss? I don't know. (laughs) I think that I think that they should have given him a haircut, and here's why. Um, it's just it's it's he's it just doesn't fit his age. I don't think. I agree. You know. I agree. His face is selling a different decade than his hair is. You feel the same way about uh, Finn? No, Finn's hair works probably because though, like I've seen him with this haircut for ever, ever. <laughs> like even as Caleb. You know, yeah, it doesn't matter who he plays. He's had the same hair the entire time. I've known the face is, of Michael Easton. He is. So it's really easier to accept his other. Really thick, good hair, though. Yeah, which which John Jagger doesn't have. It's going to be so weird because because they're really selling the John thing. Don't call mm-hmm. me Jagger. I'm John. And yes. part of that is because he's not Antonio Sabato Jr. Yes. And part of that is, well, it's all because he's not Antonio Sabato Jr. So they just want him to be John rather than Jagger. Well, that's smart, actually. I- I'm with it. But also at the same uh, time, smart. he's been Jagger in everybody's hearts and minds for 30 years that it's going to be difficult to not refer to that character as Jagger. Oh, I think well, lots of people will. And I think he'll be called Jagger every once in a while on the show forever. I, I even mean I just like on the fan base and the podcast. You know? But I think he'll be accepted as John on the show, though. I think the characters will accept him as John. Oh, absolutely. And they already have. You know, he, he, he's only had to correct every other character but Sonny just one time. And then they call him John. 
And then there's a whole, since he was on such a long time ago, there are a lot of characters on General Hospital that never met him as Jack. Oh, yeah, absolutely. And when it comes like, down- Like, for instance, Carly. Carly been on forever, and she right. hasn't met right. I don't think we talked about it much last week. You know, it's not Antonio Sabato Jr. Mm-hmm. He's not, it's not ever going to be Antonio Sabato Jr. again, mm-hmm. because he's he's one of those MAGA hats that people don't like anymore. Oh, well, I think I'm going to have to look up some pictures of that actor that's playing John Cates and mm-hmm. decide if I like his hair. Another, I'm sure there's photos oh, of him. Oh, I'm sure he, I hair. mean, he's a prolific actor who's been in a mess ton of things. I'm sure he's yes, had, he had every hairstyle under the sun. Yeah. Uh, I mean, but I, I not, even I, think that it's too light for his complexion. I feel like they could have dyed it darker. Um, I kind of agree with you. Unless he's I, just too his gray. Hair, I don't think his hair should be, you know, like in a tight fade or anything, but no. I think it should be a little bit shorter mm-hmm. and making it a medium brown would have worked easily. Yeah. 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 So, you know, <laughs> that's just our, our armchair analysis of uh, the look of John Cates. If I were here on the makeup and hair room, that's what I do. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You know, but then also at the same time, maybe he's in the situation where, where you are, you know, where it's, where it's, I'm going to dye it lighter so I can go longer between dye jobs, you know? I tell you what, and you know, uh, I would say even though they lead just a little tinge, uh, Maurice Bernard's getting his hair done constantly, constantly, all the time. Constantly. They're just putting that shoe polish to. in it all the time. They are, they are putting that dust stuff in it, you know, the yeah. cover up stuff in it, and he's got tint on his head constantly, constantly. You know, it, it's it's like the opposite of like to. the Nature Boy Ric Flair who used to bleach his hair all the time, which uh-huh. would just strip everything off of your hair. Surprised he still has any left, uh, but you know, I guess I guess painting on that black shoe polish on uh, on black hair is is less damaging in the long run. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> well, and he keeps it so um he keeps it so close. He gets his hair cut so much, you know, it's not like he's gonna have damage in it, you know. Mm-hmm. The Miss Bumblebee. Hi. Hi, Miss Bumblebee. What did you say originally? I no, can't find you... it. Oh, there you are. No. I'm going to have to say, I'm going to have to say this because I find it to be true. Mm-hmm. Portia. Yeah. What is wrong with you? Leave that girl alone. Just the things that she's saying today is not necessarily what she's going to say in two two months from now, eight months from now, you know, and weeks from now. Right. That's, that girl is grieving and she's going to say things that she doesn't mean right now because she's grieving. That doesn't mean she's never going to go to college again. Calm no. down, Portia. Calm down, Portia. Portia, Portia is just a panicker. Bit. That's what she's turning out to be. She's turning out to be a panicking character. You know, like things get so intense, and she starts to get... exactly, I, I, exactly. I was glad that Portia came uh, came around to ex- accepting Spencer pretty much. I, would agree, I yeah. was good that that pretty. I'm. Pr- I mean, I'm I, glad I, that the... I didn't. I didn't like this relationship. I wanted him to be out of her life, but not like this. Oh God, exactly. not like this. But you know, she had come around for the most part. And and she and Trina had talked about it and she had come around for the most part. Yeah, but she could did she think that he was oh the the dream, the dream son-in-law? Of course no. not. But she was expect she was accepting it and accepting their love for one another. Yeah. She was accepting their relationship being of being real. Mm-hmm. But good for you, Portia, on that. However, Leave that girl alone. She's just sitting there on the couch grieving. And if you keep on popping off at her like that, she ain't going to share with you no more. Don't be stupid. (laughs) Pushing your boundaries there, Portia. (laughs) You know, goodness. 
goodness gracious. <laughs> She'll be all right. I don't know. They'll be okay in the long run. Maybe they'll just have some sort of big blowout fight one day and just be able to put it all behind them. No, I don't know. I don't know. Um, I, I guess just the I guess just the character of Portia. She gets on my nerves every once in a while, and she does react that way usually. <laughs> she was she came on too strong with um, Curtis too, especially when he first went to the therapy and whatnot. Yeah. Was so just up in his grill all the time. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She's 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 a, a bit of a pusher, you know, somebody that that yes. tries to press herself in because she cares so much. She wants to be involved. She wants she mm -hmm. wants the best for her family. It just doesn't always come off in the best way. But hey, characters need to have flaws, and that's one of the ones that Portia has. You know, if yes. we had a bunch of perfect people out there, everybody would be chasing Brooklyn. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> whatever hey what is so what did you think of this did you find uh i'm curious what you thought um from a uh, critical artistic point of view um finn and chase having that conversation about asking gregory to move in with finn chasing mm -hmm. oh well hey you know let's not take away his independence and let him decide one day mm -hmm. and then not five minutes later he's sitting with the boy saying i think i should move in with finn yeah well that was like that was a big i thought for the boys that would that would have been if I had you know put myself in their spot, I would be like, we don't even have to, you know. I just I just found the pacing of that to be interesting. Um yeah. because 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 they're like, oh let's oh I should ask him. Oh I shouldn't. And then at the end of the episode he's like, maybe I should. And I was just I was I was trying to analyze it from like an artistic POV to a degree to in a yeah. sense, you know, where I'm like, well, is this like showing how similarly Finn and Gregory really like think? You know, huh? how, how, how in tune they really are with what the other huh? might need from each other here in the twilight years of, of Gregory's yeah, and, life. And for so many years, they were mad at each other, right? And right. didn't have anything you to know? do with it. Finn, like, went, you know, Finn went no contact before it was popular. Yeah, yeah, you know, he ghosted the family. No contact I now. I can't, I can't ever popular. talk to my dad again. I boned his wife. Oh, my God. I could be Chase's dad. Oh, no. I can never that, talk yes. to him again. Ugh. Yeah. <laughs> I didn't like I didn't like the fact that they took Jenny, my sweet Jenny from all my children. Yeah. Put her on General Hospital as a dodo head. <laughs> as a dodo head. And I don't know what happened to her. Did she get in trouble too? Did she say some sort of nonsense on the internet? Because we haven't seen her and Oh my god. I don't know. They don't oh, even really talk about her anymore. It's like she's been erased from the Chase family. I don't say nothing about her. Huh. Hey, a chat. Anybody know what might have happened? What's her name? What is her name? From NYPD Blue, right? That was the whole thing. It's like, what's her name from NYPD Blue? Well, it's certainly not Jacqueline Templeton or... No, it's not Jacqueline. <laughs> or, or Jenny Gardner. Or Jenny Gardner, but no. Uh, but yeah, did she did she say something? Is she, is she angry? Is she, is she, something? she has something? Finn seemed concerned. What he saw doesn't match ALS. I don't know anything about that. I don't think we can trust necessarily the show to be 100% accurate when it comes to the depictions of every single disease as well. So um, I think that until otherwise told, Gregory has ALS. And uh, they went to, I think, a pretty extensive length to say that this is ALS, undeniably ALS. They did on that whole going to the Mayo Clinic and all that. So right. they really sold it back then. But it's Kim still... Delaney. It, yeah, why couldn't I think of Kim Delaney? It's not... Well, Chandra that. says that oh. she did have some off-screen troubles. So maybe, maybe she did say something that got her in trouble somewhere. It happens now, you guys. Be careful what you say into microphones. I'm less concerned because I'm not famous. But, you know, if I was famous, I'd probably be more concerned. 
Oh, if I was famous, I'd be in trouble. <laughs> <laughs> and that's why we run a positive podcast, because one day when we're rich and famous, we want people to look back at our early stuff and go, they were always that nice. They're not Ellen. <laughs> oh, Trina's not Joss. Joss has the money to drop out of school. Yeah, it gets a soap. Everybody's got enough money. You always have enough money for everything until the story says you don't. Exactly. You know, like yeah. Elizabeth is the most rich, poor person ever. Like she's the most comfortable. I have no money person. I think it, that's ever existed in television. Yep. yep. Cameron's school. I know he's got the scholarships and stuff for school, but Cameron's going to school uh, out, of, out of state. The other kids have shoes all the time. Eight, <laughs> baking is not cheap. I know flour might be, but icing and class and decorating. I don't, you know, I don't, all of that expense could stack. Oh, yeah. But I'm, I guess Aiden sells yeah, his baked wares, though, so maybe he's buying his own stuff. Well, he was he was baking this week, one day she said that, come on over, Aiden's been cooking. Aiden will help you out. Yes. You know, it, <laughs> you know, if you ever have a problem, Port Charles, you know, with like, oh my God, my kid needs to bring four dozen cupcakes to school tomorrow. What do I do? Aiden's already baked them. They are at Elizabeth's yes. house. Just go pick them up. They probably got a freezer Aiden stuff that you could just go over there and pick whatever you want. Aiden actually is the right character to take over Kelly's at one point. (laughs) Kelly's diner and bakery. Yes. I guess Bobby's. Excuse me, Bobby's. Mm -hmm. I got to fix my mouth on that. (laughs) Bobby's now. Let us not forget. It's been pretty easy for me. I really haven't referred to it very much. So (laughs) I think that might have been the first time that I really had to say anything. Uh, drunk driving again, says Blink. What? Oh, an alcohol-related... Oh, Kim Delaney got in trouble for an alcohol-related car accident. Got it oh. here. Okay, so <laughs> she pulled She pulled a Haley. Oh, pulled a Haley Pulos. Got it. Got it. Hopefully it wasn't as bad as what Haley did, though. Just because I don't want anybody to be hurt, not because I want uh, Kim Delaney to necessarily not be a criminal. No, I don't want for anybody. <laughs> uh, Aiden is selling his stuff now, says Blink FM. Blink, is this your first time in the chat? I don't. I don't recognize your name. Uh, you're the first time. Thanks for participating so much. Yeah. Uh, I need a Bobby's mug. We all need a Bobby's mug. I've got a Kelly's one. I was it's saying a, it's that a collector's item now. Because I have a Kelly's one. I want to put them side by side. You know, well, Ke- Kelly, Kelly, who you know is no longer the namesake of the diner in Port Charles, Kelly Publicover. Mm-hmm. Uh, she she got a tenth floor mug that was recently delivered. One of the new tenth floor mugs. Cool. Yes. Yeah. So she got one That's of those. Cool. I'm sure Chandra will share the link to the Printify thing at some point during the thing during during the chat. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, yeah, Chandra got one. Uh, excuse me. Uh, Kelly got one, and she said that it's crystal clear. Like that, the printing is perfect. The mug is oh, wonderful. Good. You know, and she she had good. some milk out of it earlier today. So thank you very much, Kelly, for your support. Yeah. Thank you. And she also has a Kelly's mug. I have a Kelly's mug. Mom has a Kelly's mug. I think we might have sent a Kelly's mug to one of our winners on the the Zoom chat after our. I think last we did. Thing. I think we one of our prizes was it on the in the Zoom. I think it was a Kelly's mug. And we might have sent the Kelly's mug to Kelly for all I remember. I really don't remember. remember. Like the person <laughs> that won like this, like the autographed Maurice Bernard book. I've never heard from them again. So you know. <laughs> so, well, they got their mug. You, you know, <laughs> hey, you know, and they, and they, they, chicken dinner. Yeah, and they paid their their little little contribution <clears throat> to the Zoom. I don't know, I don't know. I would love to do another Zoom, but I don't know how to justify charging people for it. You know, because I feel like the people who would want to show up are the people that come here for free every Sunday. <laughs> you know, 
don't know. We got to think about it. I'd love to, but then also at the same time, I uh, but then I also can't be like, oh, hey, we got we we got um, Adam Huss to come on the show, uh, buy our Zoom ticket because then I feel like I would owe him a portion of it, and I don't want to give that money away. (laughs) (laughs) You know, you know, and we're not Linda Road or whoever it is that runs that coastal entertainment. But then again, we're we're not that because we don't try to be. And you never get what you don't try for, folks. I hope the girls are listening. Nothing <laughs> changes. Nothing changes well, until something changes. They've run downstairs now. I think they're bugging your dad. Oh, Ke- Kelly says I see a pooch behind my. If you've been watching, Kelly, you, there's been pooches. There's been kids. <laughs> I wouldn't be surprised if Godzilla walked by at some point. Yeah, that was Rocco. That is actually Matthew's dog. Yes, yes. Answering Kelly's question there, what's the dog's name? That's Rocco. So yeah, it was the rock, rock, the dog that I uh, that I inherited, mm-hmm. and then gave to my parents to a degree. Rocco is like if you don't like Rocco, you're just there's just something wrong. He's yeah. the best dog in the world. Yeah. So <laughs> oh. even if Matthew wanted him back now, I'd say oh, so sorry, he's not yours anymore. I think that he's the happiest at that house. He's got so much space. And he's very old now too. Yeah, he's Sorry. old. He doesn't need he doesn't need to be cooped up in a smaller space with nowhere to stretch. He needs to be able to stay mobile. Yes, and when he needs to pee, he probably needs to be able to go pee right then because you know it has an effect on anything. Yes, <laughs> yes. yes. and I just you know what we we just don't need him sitting around too much. We got to keep that blood pumping. He's doing well. He's doing well, and Scarlett doesn't have a dog, and she really wants one. So when she comes over, all she does is just hug his neck and hug his neck and hug his neck. And Rocco is social doll, and he loves it. Yes. She'll, yeah. she'll show up, and he's like, oh, cool. Sweet. <laughs> I got something to do for the next couple hours. <laughs> uh, Chandra got, okay, so Chandra and Stephanie got the autographed temp more mugs from Zoom. Yeah, there yeah. was, yeah. There was one that had half of the one folks mm-hmm. that we got to meet, and yeah. the other. Yes. I think Chandra. I hope Chandra. I think Chandra got the one that that Donnell signed. I'm pretty sure she did. I think so. I, I'm pretty sure she got something that Donnell touched at least. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, he's he's close to walking again. We're 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 gonna be done with this wheelchair here any time now. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. 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 Maybe maybe in time for his first anniversary with Portia. Maybe as soon as next week. Sure, because that, that Valentine's Day. Exactly. exactly. Valentine's Day is their anniversary, isn't it? Yes, and yes. it's also a time for Maxie to reflect on her relationship with Peter and the time that Mac punched Peter at the altar. Because <laughs> so I think they had a Valentine's yeah. Day wedding as well. So and it, so we we are we got to see we speaking of Spinelli, we got to see some Spinelli and oh Maxie and the half sheets and all that. Mother, I loved it so much. <laughs> So Spinelli innocently denying that he has reignited his feelings for Maxie is mm-hmm. adorable. Cody uh-huh. setting things up for Spinelli to look good. Adorable. Uh-huh. Spinelli uh-huh. hitting the target, hugging Maxie, and then him have oh God, Bradford Anderson, you're amazing for this. <laughs> the joy, the happiness, the mm-hmm. yes, I really do love this woman. That mm-hmm. was painted on his face was yes. so readily readable yes and the and like the exclamation point was just his little like like mm-hmm. just the softest of like almost like a like a yes pump but also a like a hug yes you know, like 
Mm, yes, like it was very cool, it very just, cool. And what another made me feel feels another detail that I loved, I loved was he was drinking orange soda. Right, that's right. Vanelli's thing. Yes, orange soda. Orange soda always has been. <laughs> just there hacking with orange, orange soda. soda. We haven't seen that in a long, long time. That's why I thought it was cute and cool. Yeah. Yeah, you know, yeah, yeah. but orange soda was his jam. <laughs> I, I wonder, I wonder if it was props who remember that or if it was Bradford who's like, uh, well, if I'm going to be drinking anything, it's going to be orange soda. Can we make that happen? Mm -hmm. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I, I, yeah. So, you know, they're really laying some groundwork for, for Spinelli and uh, Maxi to get back together. They, they are. And it's going to be so good. It's going to be so I fun. I, very, I, re like, I didn't even very see cute. original Spixie, but I can tell the chemistry that the two of those actors have with one another. And so I personally, yes, I'm very much looking forward to it. And we know, you know, Steve, Steve Burton, Bradford Anderson, they are a package duo. Yes. It, it's like hiring Kevin Smith to do something. You know, that Jason Mewes is going to be right behind him, you know, like Jay and silent Bob, right? Uh, it's going to be stone cold and the jackal. <laughs> so with Steve Burton back on set, we know that there's going to be more focus on Spinelli, which is why all of this is. So happening. I hope, I hope with Jason coming back, there adds some complexity because Maxi and Spinelli getting back together will be joyous and fun and cute to watch, but it will it will be old hat very quickly if there's not something going on with them. Yeah, I mean, Maxi always has something going on, so you know, it's dangerous to be in so, love with Maxi. Um, it was interesting this week too, and I don't I I I watched um I watched uh, Steve. And Bradford this week on their, um, when they did a little quick podcast. Mm -hmm. And, um, you know, he confirmed that March 4th was his first date back on. Mm -hmm. uh, air date. Mm -hmm. Confirmed that. And, but what he did say, what was interesting, and he, no, he said he would talk to the new head writers and he knows kind of what's going to happen uh -huh. for a little bit. He knows what their, his arc is. Or at least what their intentions are, right? Yes. Okay. He knows what it is, sort of. Uh -huh. Sort of. Um, he said that. So that was good. And he also said, and you guys have made some assumptions. Your audience has made some assumptions. And he said, you're wrong. So he's not the shooter. So what does that mean? That means he's not the shooter. That means they're setting no? up Jason to be the red herring shooter. But really, he's going to be the hero that swoops in at the last moment to save Sonny. But or Dex. But he can't crash through the ceiling. We've seen that already. You know, he came back to say today that day too. So maybe they're gonna confront. They're gonna confront the sniper, and the sniper's like Jerry Jacks or something. You know, like somebody like, oh my God, Sebastian Roche. Oh my goodness gracious, look at him, right? And yeah. then as they're like, you know, threatening him and all that, <laughs> they're threatening him and all that kind of stuff. Uh, then then he gets taken out by a second sniper, <laughs> and they look over, and it's Jason. Yeah. So and what do you think, and Matt, what do you think, what's going to happen with Dex? Are they going to string him up and put him on a meat hook again? Golly! Um, Something's going to happen. Yeah, this is going to become a, a major confrontation. Michael's going to have to save Dex in some way. Uh, the offshore bank account, the wire transfer at that time was not the moment for Dex to uh, to have accepted that money. Uh, but, yes. since, but he's been spying on and only informing Michael. But then also he joined the mob under false pretenses. So it's going to be a problem. I just don't know ultimately how big of a problem it's going to yes. be because Michael's involvement. 
it's a big problem with Dex because of all the things they've done. He's done behind their back, you know, and kind of played each other. They, he's played people. Well, I mean, he's played he played things in the beginning, setting up the tape and, all, you know, la, 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 la. Uh, yeah. But, he, but the playing that he's done has only just been to get into the organization. He hasn't put Sonny in a dangerous spot or Jocelyn in a dangerous spot. And the only person no. that he's really informed, that we know of at least... The only person that we that he's been informing has been Michael, which isn't very far off of Sonny's base. So ultimately, I don't know how big of a problem this is going to be in the long run. I know it's going well, to be a problem in the short term. No, and the common and the common denominator is neither one of them have been honest to Sonny about their relationship right. and how Dex came to be in Port Charles in the first place. But, you know, I mean, uh, Sonny is just constantly surrounded by lies. And this is going to be the second thing that Michael knows about that Sonny didn't tell him. Mm -hmm. So that'll also be a factor. I don't think we're going to get that big blow up. You're not my son. Mm -hmm. You know, we're not going to get that. Uh, nope. But it's going to be tense. Dex isn't going to be a part of the mafia anymore, which might m open him up to woo being attacked. Uh, he said in the past that, Jocelyn, I'm not a Boy Scout. Maybe mm -hmm. he'll join another organization, start his own. I, I, I don't know. I really don't know. I think also who his dad is is going to play a factor in things as well. Because if, some... if, he, if he's a Cates, ultimately, then it's maybe he'll join law enforcement. If he's Jason's, maybe he'll fall in line with whatever stories are happening there. I could be, I, if they make Cates, if they make John Cates his dad. They're gonna have. They can't play it that John raised him, right. because he's been because everything Dex has said about his dad has been negative and horrible. And that's not what we've seen from John Cates since his right. return. He's very so much a, they, a man of the law. If he recognizes him as his father, it's he's. I don't think he was raised by. Right. So it, maybe maybe it's 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 something that someone that that John had been with uh in his most in his more troubled youth yeah. and then you know some stepfather raised him and abused him right he says that jerry can take sunny out you probably could i just i just came up with a random villain very quickly you know in, in my head uh <laughs> a random villain presumed dead. presumed dead you know something <laughs> shocking and surprising that you wouldn't expect oh, unless unless the shocking and surprising is like freaking felix is up there you know like wouldn't that be something <laughs> You know, he's like, I used to be a ranger. You guys just never asked, you know. I thought it was cool. Kind of like taking four steps back. But I thought it was cool that Cam was there at the funeral, even though it was only one day. It was just cool to see him. Cool to see William Lipton and just have him there for one day. I liked it. <laughs> and the fact uh, that he's not coming back, coming back is fine. Uh, Jagger said that his son has, uh, was autistic. He could have multiple children, you know, just because we ran into Stone Jr. or whatever it is they ultimately called him. Because mm -hmm. uh, I guess uh, Jagger would come back on uh, Port Charles. Yeah, I'm not... Or night shift or something, right? yeah, and and with it, we're walked away with it with it with a kid, a kid with autism, and I think they named the kid Stone. Yes. Dex wouldn't be Stone. Like this would be another child that John had at some point in his life and lost track of, mm -hmm. or didn't lose track of, and will recognize. Yeah. You know, or Jason could be his dad, or Jason could be his dad, or it could be an entirely other family now coming into the fold, which I am okay with as well. But then again, you know, the Cates are not greatly connected. I don't know of any 
Kate's lineages that still exist. I don't know of anybody that would be Jagger's kid or Stone's kid. You know, because I don't think Stone sister. Stone was alive long enough to have children. Stone is gone. Stone is gone. So it's really just John Jagger. <laughs> they had a sister, I think. They had a uh, Karen, right? Wasn't it Karen? But Karen's also no, not around, right? No. No, Karen oh, they, he Jagger's liked Karen. Daughter. He loved Karen. Is what it was. That was Scotty's daughter. Scotty's Karen daughter, right? Scottie's... She was she was the one on the pole. Yes. 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 But 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 John liked her. Sonny was responsible for her downward spiral. Yes, that's he, why they had he that. Felt like you know. That's it, why they had yes. that rivalry. Yes, that's why I initialized the initial rivalry. Yeah. Yeah. Them girls need to calm down. Uh, Dex could have gone by Dex because Stone would be a clue for Sonny. I don't know. I don't know. Uh, Dex is the youngest sibling. Well, there you go. Youngest sibling. He's yeah. the one. I mean, it's been... How long How long ago was Night Shift? I, I Night Shift was so. on when I was in high school, you guys. That was a long time ago. That's enough time for John Jagger to have a kid and also Sora's that kid. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's true. Yeah. <laughs> Jagger's <laughs> sister is Gina. I don't know. I don't know who... I don't know who Gina is. I... I do remember that they had a sister. I don't remember anything about her, but I knew they had a sister. Girls, calm down a little bit, okay? Calm down, ladies. So, yeah, I don't, I don't know what the future is for all of that. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. Alcazar. Maybe Alcazar is doing it. Oh, my gosh. Even <laughs> <laughs> the dog ran through. <laughs> oh, y'all. Oh, my goodness. If you are only listening to the audio version of this podcast, you owe it to yourself to rush over to YouTube.com right now. YouTube.com slash 10th Floor Podcast. Pause it on Spotify. Pause it on Alexa. Whatever it is you're doing, come on over to YouTube and check out what's happening behind Ma this entire podcast. Oh, goodness. Oh, goodness. Well, uh, you know, I, it seems as though the, the, the house is getting a little restless. So we need to cover our final topic, which is how much I love okay. Tracy Quartermain and her week this week she's our cover girl she does not know what to do with herself her heart <laughs> is growing three sizes too large like the grinch <laughs> that's who i thought of i said she's the grinch on the top <laughs> yes kelly it was my dad um like like <laughs> Um, I, uh, I, just, I really enjoy Tracy and I really enjoy that this is something that, um, that, that she, she, she really hasn't done in, in, as a character, you know, this is something new for, for, um, no, no. Jane. we have seen oh, glimpses no, of Tracy names. being golden and being good. Yeah. yeah we have seen glimpses of that. Yeah. But we haven't seen this kind of longevity. Right. Where she's like, I'm being gracious in my feuds. I'm compromising with the Bensonhursts. <laughs> she didn't even call them like Lois and, and Olivia. She called them the Bensonhurst. She didn't just call the Cirillos the Bensonhurst. The Bensonhursts, like like the slums, you know. <laughs> <laughs> oh my goodness gracious! You missed yeah, Dad, she... Chandra. You did. You did. You don't have to back it up. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so anyway, I just absolutely adore Tracy this week. I really, I. Uh, it also feeds into Gregory. If you, if you listen, if you're out there in 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 the social media world finding reasons to not like what they're doing with Gregory because you don't like Finn, you are missing out big time. Gregory Harrison is eating this. 
Yes. Hugely. This man is going to walk away with recurring guest supporting and recurring supporting actor at the Emmys if he I, continues to do this. I even though you know they had him go to the Mayo Clinic, I want their, his diagnosis to be wrong now because I like him so much. So we're experiencing the same thing we did with Mike Corbin. They brought in such a great, talented, um, empathetic mm-hmm. actor that can really hook the audience into the journey mm-hmm. that they have in their twilight of life that you mm-hmm. don't want them to. To pass away you want the character yeah. to continue on because you're enjoying them so we much. want a miracle you want a miracle to happen but also at the same time they've given them given them these real life incurable things that they can't miracle their way out of so you do have to now go the on only, the journey the, the only one the only way that the thing that makes this one a little bit different for me matt is mm-hmm. what was wrong with mike you can't that that disease doesn't really mimic another you really can't have a long-term misdiagnosis. No. For that particular disease that Mike had. Mm-hmm. Now, for his symptoms that he has now, you can have different things that would give you those symptoms. It's it's true. I feel like it would be a cop out. Yeah. I feel, I feel like it would be it would be, oh, this the, we 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 like them, so we're not going to continue this story after all, which is I, a decision. But I wonder, as an actor, how out. he feels about it. Come on the show and tell us. Oh, yeah. Come on over, <laughs> Greg Harrison. You know, he he was on a, a State of Mind with, with Maurice Bernard talking about his life and, and recovery from poor choices as a youth. From, I guess he was on Trapper John or something. Yeah, no, I actually was, yeah, was watched, it Trapper John or was I, it somebody I, else? I don't remember. Or I am I thinking of Max Gale? Um, I watched that podcast. It's it's not it's not really it's it was filmed some time ago. Yeah. It was he was on, I guess, a while back. Mm-hmm. Uh, I saw that. It's very good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, I mean, a little he bit of insight got, into it. He, he got, he got um, in the whole Hollywood, you know, because he Hollywood was, 80s. You know, he was riding a was. wave, okay? He yeah. was. Hollywood in the 80s. He was a wave. Just like a everybody else. A very popular, very handsome on a hit, hit show. Yeah, yeah. And he kind of got, you know, involved in some stuff he shouldn't have. Yeah. But thank he goodness he's it. able to, to um, you know, change his path. <laughs> I don't know. No, it's it's fine. We're just having we're having we're having a performance, is what we're doing. Yeah, Trapper John, thank you very much, Kelly. Uh, so yeah, yeah. So you know, he got over it though, and and now he's you know living living a healthy life once again, much mm-hmm. uh, through the strength and power of his relationships with his wife and such. Uh, but he always came off to me, at least in that interview, he came off to me as somebody who understood that an actor's job is always temporary. Mm-hmm. Even if you play a character for fifteen years, it's going to come to an end at some point. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so I think that's just just might be part of the life. And when you're somebody who has done as much as he has, I think coming to the end of something probably isn't as devastating to somebody who doesn't have as much experience. So, so there's that. Well, folks, I think it's about time to get on the elevator because we <laughs> These got little girls are distracting me so much. We got we got we got what we have is we got little girls and pushing all of the buttons in in the elevator is what's happening. So. <laughs> That's it. We're going to be done. We're going to get in the elevator. We're going to go back down to the first floor and thank everybody for joining us this week. What's up, Ma? Well, uh, just just my just my uh, follow up on that. Yeah. Um, those two actors, Jane Elliott and yes. Harrison. Gregory Harrison. Gregory Harrison. They are just so phenomenal. They shine off of each other. Yes, uh, just when, when it comes down to it, I know he kissed Alexis, but I, I want I want I know Tracy just lost Luke, but I, I, I think that that's where that's where it's at. I think so too. If they even want to right. walk down any, you know, long-term, they want to walk down any piers and not just leave it as it is where there's just a lot of love. But, 
and I love and I like Tracy being being a little more generous and not so judgmental. I like it. It's, I like that. I like that it, it, you know, like I said, bend a little bit. It's but I else certainly don't want her. You know, I want her to still be Tracy. She's never going to lose her snark. She got to be on the. Yeah, she can't exactly. She's never going to lose her yeah. snark. She'll, she'll maybe she'll find some sort of happy medium, or you know, uh, unfortunately, when when the time comes that Gregory does pass, you know, maybe maybe his influence will also go at the same time as she deals with her grief over that uh i don't know we'll see i think that there's a lot of cool opportunity especially with new writers coming in here's the thing new writers come in and they always come with three years of fun ideas that's that's what happens every time new writers happen come in you're gonna get three years of fresh new fun well thought out well-paced ideas at the minimum so hopefully that stands true for soaps as well with these new writers we're gonna get three years of excitement before they recycle stuff that they'd already done they start you know, yeah. losing a little bit of that momentum. Anyway, that's it. Get on the elevator. We're going back down to the first floor. We're going to go into the parking garage, into our cars. Pre, uh, I don't know how to talk anymore. It was that hour I had to be by myself. <laughs> well, Matt, you carried it. You did great. Ah, you thanks, did great. Ma. I think that, I, but I, you know, I think that singular podcasting to me is hard. Oh, it's so. super hard. I don't know what I like. I don't know what to bounce off of. And then I'm like reading and not talking. And it's weird. Anyway. Anyway, yeah. <laughs> turn your radios to previous episodes of the 10th floor, which you can find on all your favorite podcasting platforms. If you can't find it on your favorite podcasting platform, you can reach out to us on Twitter at 10th floor GH. I guess it's called X now at 10th floor GH. Uh, while you're there, you can follow us on that account. Join the sob conversation. Eventually I'll join threads. You can also do Instagram, Facebook as well. Um, join us there. We'll have a good time. Oh, that's uh, dumb. You like this video, subscribe to the channel if you haven't. Super chats are open, so if you feel like you want to chip a couple of quarters our way, we'll take them. <laughs> Squirrel them away. We'll never see them again. Uh, <laughs> um, uh, go whatever team you support. Go spend some time well, with I your families. I live country, so. I've been Matt. I've been Kat. And we'll catch you next time right here on the 10th floor. Goodbye, everybody.